Lane Kiffin credits the crowd for winning that game. Also, Micah Pettis winning Offensive Lineman of the Week in his first ever SEC start. He met the media today right here on this extra edition of the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. You are locked on Ole Miss. Your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, welcome to this extra edition of the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. As you can see down below, number nine Ole Miss is an 18.5 point favorite over Vanderbilt. The over-under is set at 59 points right there. This line, as as all lines, are brought to you by Bet Online. Also, thank you for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. So do us a favor, subscribe to the channel. Hit the bell for um, notifications and also participate in the conversation by upvoting and commenting. That will make us very happy and thank you very much for that. Now, Lane Kiffin last week was critical of the Ole Miss crowd. I think that was obvious. Everybody decided to pile on Ole Miss. Nobody thought that this is the same stuff that Saban did five years ago. No, this is obviously just a pointed thing at Ole Miss. So everybody figured out that they could, I don't know, make Ole Miss hurt, get the pound of flesh, whatever they need to do, they decided to make a PR storm with it. So Lane Kiffin said the crowd won the game versus Kentucky. He talked about two false starts and an illegal shift that was directly responsible from the crowd and the atmosphere, and he basically gave all kinds of credit to the crowd. Now, Micah Pettis, he got his first start in an SEC game against Kentucky and ended up winning SEC Offensive Lineman of the Week. Big move. He talked about making big changes to get on the field. He talked to like Nick Broker and Jeremy James and those guys. What do I need to get on the field? And he was able to make those changes and he actually performed this week. Congratulations to him. Also, Troy Brown kept talking about is like they didn't even care what the offense did. They were locked into their own assignments. They were making adjustments on the sideline. Um, so they weren't even totally locked in uh, and, I mean, to what the offense was doing. They were worried about what they could control. So that was pretty interesting. Also, here real quick, before we get to Lane Kiffin and Micah Pettis and Troy Brown, let's hear from these sponsors. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find people you want to talk to faster and for free. So create a new job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond on the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. That's like 10% of the world's population, by the way. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people. Simple tools like screening questions make it easier to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockedoncollege. That's linkedin.com slash lockedoncollege to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. 
All right, I also want to tell you about BetOnline.net. It is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all the latest player info developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. As you can see below, number nine Ole Miss is an 18.5-point favorite with an over-under of 59. That line comes to you courtesy of BetOnline, as do all lines on this channel. As always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with live bettings and up-to-the-minute scores and every sport out there. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf, and possibly even Major League Soccer. Head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. It's BetOnline. It's where the game starts. All right. Thank you for making the Lockdown on Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Anyway, Lane Kiffin, Michael Pettis, Micah Pettis, and um, Troy Brown met with the media today to get ready for the Vanderbilt Commodores. Big things are afoot. Here they are. All right, so recap of the game. I think first off, you know, as I've, you know, mentioned, and, you know, the crowd was – really to our advantage, which is what, you know, the goal has been. I mean, it impacts recruiting. You know, you hear it from recruits, what they say after games. Um, not just what maybe you think when they watch on TV, but when they're here. And, and it impacted the game. I mean, there's three penalties on them on offense, two false starts, and really a legal shift that to me is a false start as well, um, not being set, that could be credited to the crowd. So. You know, you can say to win the game. So that's um, the way we want it to be. And so that's an awesome job. But like we tell our players, all right, do it again. So not getting ahead of this week, but the next home game, you know, we're walking up. Just Kyle just said it was announced at the same time, same network, same everything. So let's redo that from an atmosphere standpoint in the exact same way, regardless of what teams are ranked or any of that. Because um, it dramatically impacts our program. Um, you know, besides just the players as I mentioned in recruiting, and and it's huge. So let's do it again. As far as the play on the field, our defense, <clears throat> you know, probably better than even felt it was. Um, watching the film, we just missed some tackles, some poor tackling techniques but really made a ton of significant plays, played extremely physical with really great effort. Um, you know, some high effort plays on there um, from sacks to the safety. That was great to see and, you know, not a good offensive second half and we've got to close people out. And <clears throat> regardless of rankings, any of that, like, when you have a chance to finish off games, and it may be even earlier than that, you know, you go up 14 nothing, let a kickoff return, give them all the momentum. So there's tons of times in there where you can make a game so that it's not close in the end, and we, we did not do that. And so, you know, you can't, your analytics will catch up to you, you know, that way, you know, when you play a bunch of games like that that come down to one play here or there, and, um, you know, that's not what you want to do. but. Glad that we won. Glad that we were able to show them today how this could have went other ways and why we've got to get better in all these areas. Um, so um, I guess awards. Uh, Q was freshman of the week, he said, and uh, he did play well. 
and um, and Micah was the offensive lineman of the week, which I don't know how they come up with that, but you know they got that right as far as he did play great for a first start. He played great whether it was first start or not. Really physical, the way we talk about straining to finish, finishing people, um, you know, with a violent attitude. And that was awesome to see. So we pointed him out today in the film, told our players again, this is how you're supposed to do in this program. You know, you work hard, you know, you wait for your turn, you don't complain, you know. And um, the guy did exactly that. And his turn came up and he made the most of it. I mean, like, um, it was great, especially with the, the crowd being there, sold out stadium, you know, it was just electrifying, you know. I'm already self-motivated, but, you know, it definitely helps when the crowd is there. You know, next week we got a game against Auburn, 11 a.m., same time. We would love for them to be there again. Great atmosphere. Best atmosphere in college football to play in. Um, we, we stood our ground um, a couple bends, um, but we didn't break. Um, I felt like that's, that's our identity, and that's how we want to play a full game, just all four quarters. No matter what the, the situation is, you go out there and you play your best play every snap. So um, we didn't worry about what the other ball, I mean, what the other side of the ball was, was doing or what was going on. Uh, when we were off the field, we were paying attention to our corrections, things that we had to do when we stepped back on the field the next time. And I felt like every time we did that, um, we went out the next possession and got better. So, well, there's some red zone, um, which actually is. You know, a year ago was an issue. You know, we were very poor in the red zone, even though we scored a lot of points um, for the season. And we had done really good in the red zone this year. And so, you know, not finishing off drives. Um, you know, we got a number of plays where it's just one thing here or there. And, you know, some, some more runs can really break if we're just patient with them and, and hit where they're supposed to go. and and. You know, we got to finish off drives. And I'm not complaining about it. There's games that, you know, you get breaks. And there's games you don't get breaks. And from the referee part, you know, we didn't, a lot of things went against us. So um, very close calls that can go either way. And you're going to have some games where you benefit from that. So, um, you know, we've, we've got to not leave it up to that and, you know, make the plays ourselves. Because, um this offseason, you know, I'm really competitive and, you know, they brought in uh, guys to sit there and uh, play and, you know, I just decided that what I wasn't doing wasn't enough and, you know, to get better. I took some advice from guys like Caleb Warren and Broker and Jeremy James and how they got on the field early. So I started, you know, working out, eating better, um, extra stuff outside of what is required of us. Um. We, we as a team and as a defense, we know what we can accomplish uh, eternally, and that's what we work forward to. But just to get these type of wins and these nail biters and come out victory, um, because it could have went the opposite way just as easy as it went our way. So um, we're, we just learned to, uh, I mean, take the, the bumps and bruises and keep going. Just play every play like it's your last. Yeah, probably as big a development as we've been around over a year. Um, from a guy that came here red-shirted, uh, looked a long ways away from playing a year ago. And, you know, I asked him this summer when he was doing so much better, you know, early in camp, he looked so much better. He just said, he, you know, like a lot of these kids, his first time in his life not playing and not traveling and 
you know, just reflected on all of his habits and work ethic and, and just completely changed himself um, mentally and physically. And it's awesome to see. I mean, not too many times, you know, you got two freshman tackles and, you know, a guy has to make his first start in a big SEC game and play that well.